All right. All right, folks, here we go. We're live here and we'll post this on uh, Facebook here a little while. But thanks for tuning in. I have a special uh, guest here for me uh, on, on our today's uh, youth chat. She's going to be speaking into some things. And if you're female, she's going to really just speak as well. And I believe there's going to be a great word uh, from her uh, as well. She has a great heart for young people, even females in general. Um, but yeah, you know, I have uh, Kayla here today and uh, how we met, uh, we, you know, we did some uh, ministry together on Mackinac Island. Uh, great. Long time ago. Yes, a long time ago. But uh, we, uh, we enjoyed ministering to the lost there, the broken, and we just had a great time together. We saw a lot of people uh, change and transform. But anyway, I want yeah. to give Kayla an opportunity to introduce herself. And then what I'll do is I'm, gonna, I'm going to uh, have some questions for her. And I just hope you guys will be blessed and encouraged through this, uh, this little youth chat that we have today. So go ahead, Kayla, introduce yourself a little bit, where you're from, and uh, go Yeah, for absolutely. Yeah, hey guys. So I am from Michigan, so that's where Ryan and I met up at a special little island called Mackinac Island, and we were doing ministry and work there, and that was more than a decade ago. <laughs> something like that it's been a long time but ever since yeah. that time um i know that we both have hearts for youth ministry mm -hmm. and ever since um that time um, on the island i've been a part of different ministries um some specific to youth um women's ministry um, mm -hmm. worship ministry um and i actually went to bible school and so i have a master's degree in bible teaching does not mean that i am a master at the Bible because only the Holy Spirit um, but I love the scripture I love God's word um, I love God and I really went to Bible school just because I wanted to know God's word for myself I did not anticipate that I'd actually become a teacher I mean that was maybe in the back of my mind but I really just went because I was hungry for God's word and I wanted to know it and I've been studying God's word since I was 15 years old and, and my love for it has just kept growing. And so now I get the privilege of teaching it. Um, for a while I taught um, in church a class about how to study scriptures. And now I actually teach in a classroom. I teach sixth through 12th graders. So I teach middle and high school, which is uh, a big range, mm -hmm. but I love, I love um, students. I love the different um, ages that I teach. They, they're really fun. I say middle schoolers just love me right away, and high schoolers have to like try a little bit more. But um, but they once once um once they get to know me, they know that it's all love. And so I'm really enjoying them in my second year of teaching. I actually teach Bible to mm -hmm. high schoolers. I have about 120 total. Well, I would say more than that, a couple mm -hmm. hundred total middle and high school students that I teach. And I'm really new at it, so I'm just I'm I'm growing and learning as I go. Um, but the thing that that I love the most about what I do is that I get to share my passion, which is God's word, with tons of people, specifically young people. And I remember every time I every time I'm in the classroom, I remember what it was like to be a middle schooler or a high schooler. And so I try to I try to reach them on that level and really remember what it was like to be in that seat or in their shoes. Um, so they keep my job really fun, and I, I anticipate teaching for a very long time. 
Awesome. That's good. I know yeah. sixth through uh, 12th grades, uh, definitely a huge, <laughs> yeah. Definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely middle school will keep you on your toes for sure. High school, uh, sometimes they look at you uh, like, are you crazy? They look at you with a uh, deer in the Absolutely. head. Absolutely. They do. Talking? They call me crazy. They're like, Miss Eden, you're weird. You, uh, I'm like, I know. I know. <laughs> so good. I'm know, glad. So that's, that's great. That's, that's great to hear. So if you're just tuning in, this is Kayla. Uh, she's a teacher. And the first question I have for you here is uh, during this time, uh, you know, right now, even before, uh, you can even share your experience, but uh, what are you learning? Uh, what are you learning right now uh, during our time yeah. here? And maybe pre-COVID, you might want to share uh, with our viewers uh, today. Wow. I feel like there's so many question. things that I'm learning. What's there that? are a lot. Yeah, I good. said there are a yeah, lot sure. of things mm -hmm. that I'm learning. Um, but the one thing, I'll summarize it in one, one or two things. Okay. The one thing that I am learning right now is how to love and prefer others. Mm, that's huge, yeah. Uh, and, and that's tied with humility. So I think that's those things together, learning how to love through the attitude of humility if if you're on social media right now you know that there is a lack of humility in our in our world in our culture in um, our current events it seems like there's a lot of opinions and a lot of pride a lot of even knowledge mm -hmm. people you know the bible says that knowledge puffs up like it makes you feel and education is good. I'm a teacher. I believe in education. Education has some power to it. Um, but even when we have knowledge, the Bible says without love, we are nothing. We're nothing. Even if we have a lot of faith in God, it says if we don't have love, we are nothing. And so I've been meditating on first Corinthians 13 and all that love is because um, you and I know that Jesus is love and you and I know that there is a lack of love in our world and there's a lack of Jesus and we need more of him. So I'm, I'm meditating on how can I, because you know, you know, we're not, we're not out in public as much as, you know, we were prior. So how do we show Jesus to the world? How do, how do we do that in a time like this? And I think it has to do with our communication, the way we talk, the way we communicate, the way that we address issues. We can present, even on, a, on an online platform, we can present Christ in very profound ways with the way that we communicate, with the way that we prefer others. We give each other an opportunity to speak as opposed to trying to talk over each other or trying to talk at each other as, a talk, as opposed to with each other. Um, and, and I know that I failed at this. There's times where I thought I knew something and I wanted to express my knowledge and, and, and make someone believe something that I think is right. And, and, I, and I've repented of that. I've realized that if we try to do what we think God wants us to do or say what we even think that God wants us to say because we want to always speak truth. You know, if, if, if you're a student of the word, most likely your heart is that you want to believe the truth about every area of life that God speaks about. Yeah. No matter what it is, your personal life, relationships, finances, whatever it is, 
Um, you want to live according to the truth and you want to speak the truth because you believe that the truth sets people free. So we're very passionate about wanting to like speak the truth, even if it's the truth about what we believe about, you know, current events or whatnot. But I, I was convicted. I was reading in Romans, God, um, Paul was speaking about the Pharisees mm -hmm. and how Jesus would rebuke the Pharisees and how their heart was hypocritical because they preached the law, which is true, it's a part of truth, but they would be hypocritical and not live the law. And as I was reading about the Pharisees and how their attitude and their approach to ministry and life and the poor and just the community, they were very passionate about God's ways, mm -hmm. like the law but they didn't do it God's way. Mm -hmm. They didn't, there wasn't integrity, there wasn't honesty, there wasn't humility, there wasn't love, like the way that they were, you know, um, trying to minister, I guess, or show off their greatness, whatever they were trying to do. And so I realized when we're, when we're in this environment now, an online environment where we're interacting with more people in that way, um, we cannot do God's will without doing God's way. And so if you meditate on 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind, it is not envious, it is not boastful, it is not proud, it is not self-seeking, it keeps no record of wrong. That, that, that one always gets me because sometimes I log the things that people do wrong to me in the back of my mind and I keep track. Um, but if we remember that Christ doesn't do that to us, that he forgives us freely, that we should also forgive others freely. Um, and so love does all of these things. And it's the way that we, the way that we do things either expresses our love towards people or our love for ourselves that we're just trying to be right in a situation. So I, that's, I mean, that's a lot, you know, there's a lot more I'm meditating on, but it's just the way that I love people. Very down to the just littlest things, the way that I respond to someone who's trying to get my attention or say something to me or just the little things. Just what, what is in my heart and the way that I respond and the attitude that I have and the words that I use, the way that I say it, um, I'm, I'm being convicted more and more. But my relationships are getting better. The more that I implement God's word and the more that I love the way that Jesus loves, I can see this, like, this strength coming to my relationships, whether it's with my family members or my friends or even strangers. The way that I interact with strangers and consider them better than myself and humble myself. It's even just my life, like joy and peace are coming to my life because of, mm -hmm. of the things that the Holy Spirit is teaching me about love. So that's a, uh, yeah. that's a, that's a great word for you guys yeah. who are listening. That's uh first Corinthians, uh, just to reiterate that first Corinthians 13. And uh, that's such a, that's such a powerful verse uh, to remind ourselves of a love that love is patient. Love is kind. And that's Christ right there. Uh, you can put uh, Christ in there, and I would also encourage you to put your name uh, in there. You know, they tell yeah, us that's to, good. You know, they, put, they tell us to put our name in there as well. And uh, yeah, First Corinthians is so it's so jam packed, and and, and the Apostle Paul, uh, you know, just reminds us of the love of Christ, reminds the believers, you know, who they are in Him, and that's so that's so key, uh, Kayla. Thanks for uh, sh uh, sharing that. And if you're just viewing it, uh, tune in or viewing it. Uh, you know, know uh, that love is kind, love is patient, and and uh, just understand, you know, what Jesus did for you at the cross, and that's that's the most important thing. 
but anyway, question number two that I have for uh, uh, Kayla here is, is this, is that, you know, you maybe you touched on this a little bit uh, as we were chatting beforehand, but, uh, you know, some wins and some losses uh, during this time. Probably you can uh, key on, you know, the losses maybe a little bit, you know, with, uh, you know, your, your schooling, you know, and stuff like that. But, yeah, go ahead, share uh, some wins and some losses for you. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the biggest thing from like a career standpoint, mm-hmm. my job is I lost the connection to mm-hmm. the students that I teach and that's a big deal. Um, and, and I think on the other end of that, my students lost the connection mm-hmm. to their classroom, to their teachers. And so I actually think more about what they lost. Um, they lost safety. Um, some, some, people see school as a safe place mm-hmm. um to, to you know I was talking to someone the other day and you're reflecting on the fact that you know if, if you are growing up in an alcoholic home school mm-hmm. can be your safe place where you just get away and you can get out of that toxic environment and just go to a place where you know teachers care about you um and so I've just been really concerned about some of my students mm-hmm. and, just, and, and, and going to prayer for them and so it's taught me to rely upon the Lord more um, when it comes to the needs of my students when I can't actually be there for them in ways that I was before. Um, so that was, that was hard for me. Um, I think harder for me was living in a state that I'm new at, new to, living out, because I'm from Michigan, I'm living in North Carolina now, so I moved there without knowing anyone. We go down on lockdown. I live alone, so I'm a single woman. I live alone. My job has taken away the majority of my social life, and now we can't go out anywhere, and I don't even have family members to, like, go see across town or even anyone living with me. And so I think for anyone who's listening who's single, they can understand where I'm coming from, that when you're living the single life, um, we were wired, like our brains and our hearts are hardwired to connect with others. And so it was very hard for me because I, I, I love people. I, I love, you know, cooking for people. I, I, I got sick of cooking for myself. Um, and so it was just like, you know, really long three months of, mm-hmm. of yeah. doing school online having no one to see, no human contact. It was just, it was hard for me. And then uh, it was hard for me to do church online. Um, that was that was a little bit like a lot of people would come to say a Zoom or a go-to meeting or Facebook Live and they would come and all together and everyone's all happy and smiling and everyone's got their families together. And I'm just like, I do school online all day. I don't want to get on a computer and act and and this is not a fellowship. Like fellowship to me is like, you know, eating together and and praying, you know, hand in hand and hugging each other. And so I'm very much that type of person. So I've been a little bit kind of hard to accept church online. That's been hard for me. Yeah. It's been hard for me to accept that. And and I was a little critical, to be honest with you, of, of churches not opening when when mm-hmm. I guess the law said it would be appropriate or even okay within measures. I was like, okay, come on, church is open. Like, let's do this. I, I need this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and obviously, you know, and I'm learning what I told you earlier about humility and love and understanding and trying to be 
gracious with everyone in the situation, pastors, leaders, um, congregation, worship team, things like that. And so I've learned how to reach out in ways and, and, and connect with people. I mean, I'm in Michigan now, so I have family, but that's been hard for me. The single person, the single life right now has been hard um, because I'm, I like to connect with people. And, and you got to check up on your single friends. You got to make sure they're doing all right because they don't have, you know, I, I hear couples saying, oh, I'm so sick of my husband. Or I'm so sick of my wife. I'm so sick of my kids. And I'm like, you know what? I think we all want what's on the other, you know, other yeah. side. We all want what's, you know, grass is green on the other side. And I'm just like, man, I don't even get to be mad at anyone. <laughs> I don't even get to get sick of anyone. Uh, because, you know, it's hard, you know. Yeah. But, it's, yep, it's tough. Yeah, I, but, I, feel, I, feel, I feel you. You know, I, I sense like, you know, uh, you know, like a loss of community, you know. And if yeah. you're just, if you just, again, yeah. if you're coming in here, you know, I think we're all in the same boat that, you know, we need community. There's a loss. You know, uh, and yeah. just, uh, you know, um, we're not, you know, we're, we need each other, you know, we're, you, you guys are not alone. You, uh, you know, as, no. as, Kayla, as Kayla just said, you know, the important thing that we can do is check up on one another. And it goes back to the fact that she was just sharing uh, here is, is love. You know, we have to love one another and it's, it's going to be in different ways, uh, whether it yeah. be through call or it could be through, uh, you know, Facebook live or maybe a yeah. letter. Uh, but yeah. If you're just tuning in, you know, what a great opportunity you have just to, I believe, you know, just to study your word uh, here in this opportunity. Um, but anyway, uh, that's, that's some good, that's some good, some good stuff. So thanks for sharing. And um, as we continue on, uh, this is my third question I have for here is this is, uh, you know, ministry, uh, uh, ministry moving forward or even teaching moving forward. How do you see that uh, in, in, uh, in the long run? I don't know the long run. Well, I, I don't know the long run. Um, in ministry before. Uh, do you do ministry in your church now? Yeah, I do youth ministry. We, oh, okay. That, so that, that was yeah, very good. That so was a loss too. I didn't. I didn't actually yeah. touch on that, but that was a big loss because we actually came together every Thursday and we had a huge meal together. There's about forty kids. Um, we would all come together and have a meal, and we'd have worship and a, and a message, and then we'd play outside on on the playground. High schoolers, middle schoolers. Um, but that was a big loss. That was hard for them. Because anytime school was closed, we automatically closed the youth ministry, mm -hmm. which, uh, yeah. you know, that was a policy that they had set. So that was a big loss. So going forward mm -hmm. with um, ministry, we need, the Holy Spirit knows what to do and what each of us needs. Yeah, he yeah. knows. He knows what we need. And so I think the number one thing that we can do as leaders is be very open to the promptings and the leading of the Holy Spirit and be open to something new um, because he knows the end from the beginning. He knows how to do things. And that comes along with what I'm learning about, about humility is that this is all new to us. But it, it's not a surprise to the Holy Spirit. He knows something that we could do that could be creative and simple and reach someone's heart in such a way that we didn't understand it could. So I think we have to be open to creativity and we have to be listening to the Holy Spirit and be praying um, and stay connected and connect as much as possible. Um, but 
I think that we're learning quality over quantity. So the quality of what we do is really important as opposed to the quantity of what we do. And so um, as a teacher, I was just brainstorming as we were driving up to the UP about what can I do online to engage my students that make them want to come back for more. And, um, and I know that videos are really popular, so I'm gonna be making videos. But I'm actually going to do one video every day of something fresh, something new, of, of like um, of myself, a welcome and encouragement, something mm -hmm. short, but something, something personal. Mm -hmm. And so my mom's like, well, you're going to do that every single day? That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you know what? I got to see my students every single day. Mm -hmm. And I have and talk to some students for 20 minutes at a time. I said, if I can, I just want to do um, something fresh, something fun, something encouraging, mm -hmm. and do it consistently. Mm -hmm. If I can do something consistently, then there's, it's kind of like, the even if we do something little consistently, we keep a connection. Mm -hmm. I think we want to protect any type of connection that we have, whether it's with, you know, uh, the body of Christ or our youth ministry or our students or our family members just a little bit of connection goes a long way we can just keep connecting because I don't we don't need to have you know every day a 30 minute you mm -hmm. know our hour you know Facebook live but even if we just throw something out and you're really good at that Brian you are really good at sending out an encouraging word on Facebook and it's always the heart of Christ, but it's like a fresh perspective and you can put out and it, and it just, it, it's always focused on Christ, but it's, there's a, there's a fresh perspective every single time. It's very consistent and, and it's very often. Um, and it always catches my eye and it always speaks to my heart. And that's, and that's just the, what, I don't know how long it takes you. It's just a couple of minutes just to send it out. And so I think we need to be, I think consistency and quality are important in what, whatever we do just be consistent because I think right now we're everything's up in the air. So we want to know that our connections with the important people in our lives are still there mm -hmm. so that when we come back together, it's not like we're strangers. Mm -hmm. um, and in people's lives, you know, this can't be like a soap opera where we, we leave each other's lives for five, six months and we come back together and we're like, Oh, nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. People's lives are changing. Oh, People's yeah. things are happening daily, mm -hmm. relationships, good things, bad things, things to celebrate, things to mourn. People's lives are, people are dying. Um, mm -hmm. Relationships are being strained. And so mm -hmm. however we can reach out to the people that God has placed in our influence, whatever we can do, whether it's a postcard, like you said, or just a small text message. And my favorite, this is my favorite thing to do, is Google um scriptures and just find an image and just send out an image just an image of scripture and just send out an image if it's for a young person make sure it's fun and and and, and uh, engaging if it's you know that's good that's i don't know yeah. it's your significant other make sure it's you know something about your love for them whatever it is but just a picture of a scripture that can speak to someone and you can do you can send one to 10 different people and, and encourage someone just like that and they know you're thinking about them and that's what's important is that we're we're lifting each other up um and, and on top of that asking people what can i pray for what's yeah. going on in your life what can i pray for that's mm -hmm. i know if someone were to send me a text message right now hey how are you doing i've been thinking about you what can i be praying for that right there that mm -hmm. just 
those two sentences would just really bless my heart. And I would be really thankful for them and think, wow, God's sending people my way. God's thinking about me. People are thinking about me. I'm not alone. Yeah. Amen. That's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good word. And I'd, actually that'll be a uh, segue into, my, uh, into our, our last thing as we finish up here. And this has been so, uh, so key. I hope you guys are getting some encouragement, maybe taking some notes. Um, but I'm going to let Kayla speak uh, to, uh, to you viewers uh, that are, uh, that are watching. She had some great things that she just spoke on uh, with community, uh, lost people's lives are being changed. And, uh, you know, if you're a youth or a young adult, even maybe a parent, I'm going to let Kayla speak into that. Even uh, I, I really feel like, you know, there's some females that are going to listen to this uh, and they're going to be changed, they're going to be transformed. Uh, there's going to be some youth that are feeling hopeless, uh, depressed, and anxiety. You know, we're, li we're guys are living in an anxiety filled generation. Uh, but I'm going to let Kayla speak into that. I know she has a word that she wants to encourage. Yeah. Like I said, whether you're a parent, a volunteer, maybe at a church, uh, and maybe you just can't reach your youth. But if you're just tuning in, uh, you know, let Kayla speak uh, to you on this, that, you know, on your journey, you're not alone. Uh, you, we need each other. And uh, I'm going to let her encourage you, but also, too, I want her to let uh, her pray uh, as well to uh, to you and for you as well when you guys decide to listen to this as well. So go ahead, Kayla. I know you, that you have a yeah. word. Yeah, you said parents, and I want to I want to say something to parents because um, as a teacher, I love to connect with my parents as much as possible, the parents of my students, um, because they are the God ordained mm -hmm. discipler and leader in their children's lives more so than me. God has given them grace, blessing, anointing over their children's lives, and I'm just a supplement. I'm just on the side to do, to, to lift up, to, to educate, to encourage, but you have an anointing, a specific, like a Lego piece, a, a puzzle piece that fits perfectly in your children's lives in order to lead them, to, to encourage them. Like one word of encouragement from you as a parent goes hundreds of miles further than my encouragement as a teacher. Not that teachers aren't important, they are. But parents have an anointing and a mantle for their for their students, and I just want to encourage you to remember your role. Remember how how important you are. You are needed. You are important, and how you love your children mm. is profound. How you love your children is going to set them up for success, or it could do damage. And so we, we want to just encourage you to to consider how our current environment and our current situation in our country right now is affecting your children. I know that they don't like to talk. I know high schoolers don't like to talk. Um, but if you can reach out to them, take them out for a coffee. Well, I can't take them out for coffee, but do something special with them just to let them know that you, um, that, that you are invested in their lives. They need you um, more than they need teachers, more than they need school. They need their parents. They really do. Um, and so I just want to encourage parents, um, God is for you and God has given you everything you need in order to raise your children um, because he chose you right from the beginning. He chose you. And so because he chose you, you're already strong enough for job with him partnered with God together. You have the power that it takes um, in regards uh, to 
um, this season and thinking about how to handle the fears and the unknowns and the uncertainties of everything that's going on. Maybe, maybe your job is uncertain. Maybe for young people, you're, you're uncertain about school. Maybe you're uncertain about college. This is your first year going into college. You just graduated from high school and you're like, man, I'm, this is all so new to me. And it's, you know, we're in a pandemic. And so it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure and a lot of anxiety that could, that we could be tempted by. Um, I have a history of anxiety. I understand mm. what you feel literally like nerves in your body. I can, I, I know what it feels like to be so tense. You want to throw up and, and mm. maybe even parents that don't know what to do with their children. If they mm. were going to homeschool or if they're just sending their kids to the school. Um, and, or if you're in a relationship and it's strained because of what's going on, whether you're living with the person or you're not, there's, there's a lot of pressure and a lot of, um, uh, there's a lot of temptation to mm. kind of shut down, like allow everything to shut us down, to even lead us into a depression, um, yeah. financially or even emotionally um, and relationally. And, and I understand that struggle because I was telling you earlier, when I was, you know, single and living in North Carolina for those three months during um, quarantine and not working at the school, I was depressed. I would stay up till late and then sleep in for a long time into the afternoon. I'd barely eat. I was really depressed. And I want to encourage you to seek the intimacy that we have been given through Jesus Christ. Seek intimacy with your heavenly father because jesus when he left the earth he sent the holy spirit to be our comforter yeah. our 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 counselor our teacher mm -hmm. those are we don't have to pay to mm -hmm. get counseling to be taught to be comforted we don't the reason why it's a struggle for us is because we're hardwired for human touch, human connection. We, we, and it's good. It's good to have human touch and human connection. But in the times that we don't have what we think we need or what we do need, you know, we need, we do need physical touch and community. We need those things. God created it in us. But if there's a situation that's taking it away from us and we don't have control over that, God said that he will provide our every need. Mm -hmm. He can be our father, our mother, our sister, our brother, um, the one, you know, our comforter, our counselor. He can be everything we need. So there's humans in our lives that can be father figures and mother figures and teachers and friends and mentors. We should see that as God's blessing and welcome that. Mm -hmm. But when those things are not at our disposal, when those things are not available to us, we don't it does not need to lead us into a depression it should lead us into the throne room it should lead us to the feet of jesus where you say jesus i know that you can meet my every need i know that you sent that person and that person and that person at one time in my life to love me like you love me but right now we don't have all of those people around us and everyone's dealing with their own problems so we might not have as much access to certain people and so we can turn to jesus and we can seek anything that we need he can be for us he can be it and I know that because 
living a single life has taught me so much about how valuable the presence of God is. Because I know that some people can turn to marriage and idolize it as if it's a fulfillment of everything. And because I've been single for so long, I'm 33 years old. I want to get married. I want a significant other. I want children. I want a family. I do. I want those things. But I have learned that in my needs and in my wants, Jesus can fulfill all of those things. He can. He can. It says in the Psalms, in his presence, there is fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. In my home, when I'm alone and I'm single, I can sing his praises. His presence is around me. He can fill me with joy and pleasures forevermore. It says he can satisfy me. That doesn't mean he's still not going to provide a family or a husband or, uh, um, you know, other people in my life. He's going to. He's God and he provides people for us because he created us for each other. But at the same time, he created us for himself. And so I, I am so confident in God's love that I don't need to stay in this place of wants. You know, in Psalms 23, it's that we don't, I uh, don't remember the verse uh, verbatim. He doesn't leave us in our wants. We can go to him for our wants and our needs, and he will supply if we just seek him and humble ourselves. Mm -hmm. And instead of focusing on the problem, we can focus on him as our solution. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd like to pray for those things in, in my life and in your life and in um, anyone who's yeah. listening. I want to pray those things into mm -hmm. our lives. Yeah, um, yeah, can I do that? Yeah, before yeah, we go, I just want to echo uh, something here. Uh, so I just sure. love I just love that word uh, that Kayla just gave you. Uh, but also too, I just want to speak into something here as well uh, to you viewers. And she said, you know, with anxiety, uh, what she deals with with anxiety, and uh, you know, not just that, but also to depression, hopelessness, fear, unbelievable yeah. suicidal thoughts. But you know, there's two things that I want to encourage you with here today. Is you know, in John, it says, you know, you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And that's what I want to encourage you Amen. with. Go to the truth, that the truth will set you free. But also, too, if you look at Romans, uh, Romans 12, uh, where it talks about Romans 12, too, is the renewing of the mind, uh, folks. Yeah. Renew your mind, be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and, and, and that's what you have, that's what you have to, uh, you have to do is when those thoughts come in, take every thought captive to the beings of Christ and renew your mind and say, no, I'm not going to bow down to that. I'm not going to yield to that. Yeah. I'm going yes. to renew my mind that I'm a child of God. Mm. But also too, yes. uh, also too for you guys is make gospel declarations over your life. And what Kayla just yes. said is key, you know, that he is for you, not against you. And just start declaring things over, go to the throne room of God's grace yes. where you can be set free alone where you can just hear the voice of God. So I'm going to let Kate play into those things of depression, uh, anxiety, maybe suicidal thoughts. Uh, yeah. Even if you're a woman that's listening, maybe, uh, you know, like image, uh, your image, you look in the mirror and you say you're not pretty, uh, you're not good enough, smart enough. And I know men deal with that. Yeah. As well. You know, you're not good enough, your performance. But we want to just, I'm going to let Kayla break those chains off of you today. Maybe addiction Absolutely. you're going with. We want to pray. She's going to enter in the throne room here for you. Uh, but there's just uh, just this excitement that we both have here today. And I just yeah. love her heart. But I love her heart for the word of God. And, and, and just, she just, you know, the Bible says here for you guys, it says, taste and see if the Lord is good. 
She Amen. Loves Amen. Dyson, the word of God. And <laughs> yes. Influencer. Uh, yep. North Carolina in her church, but also at her school. Uh, she wants to see youth and young adults uh, be set free. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give her the opportunity to pray for you guys. It's been a delight here uh, to have her on and hope you guys uh, are encouraged by this. And I believe someone, someone or some people will be set free uh, today. Mm -hmm. you believe it. Absolutely. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, as she said, you know, uh, kind of, uh, kind of a little bit scary with online churches, but you know, we want to reach the world and the world is online. Yeah, that's and, true. That's true. Whether it be TikTok yep. or, you know, Snapchat or Facebook or Twitter, uh, you know, yeah. we want to make a difference. Uh, and I think that's, I think for you folks, that's going to look in the long run. It's going to look a lot different. It's going to look a lot smaller. Building relationships and community is key. But I don't want to do all the talking here, folks. I want to let Kayla just pray for you guys and, and just love on you because that's the theme that she has is love, 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 the love of the Father. Absolutely. So go ahead, yep. Kayla. Yep. Yeah, and I want to well, say one more thing before I pray. I, I do want to encourage those who are um, discouraged about the fact that you're not able to meet with your church. Um, I would say that if, if you feel safe enough and, and you can, um, if you can, um, meet with a smaller group, if that's possible, I, I don't know in different zones that you're in, if it's possible, but smaller, you know, quality is better than quantity. And also I did tell you my frustration with it all, but in this season, God is showing me that what mm -hmm. I, I can't control something. Mm -hmm. I need to seek him in it and humble myself and realize, okay, this is happening to me. But my reaction to it can be a perspective of, God, what are you doing? And asking the Holy Spirit how you can submit to him in the process. Um, and, and perspective is huge. When we're talking about all the things that are going on, I was just listening to a doctor who's a believer and a scientist. who She said, our thoughts literally dictate mm. our lives. Yeah. Whatever we, and she said that our thoughts are literal proteins that is matter like our our thoughts literally affect our brains which affect our bodies which affect mm -hmm. our lives and so she said that science is finally catching up to god's word mm -hmm. which is so cool so whatever you're going through whatever you're dealing with sit with yourself be quiet and start to filter your thoughts we're, we're so used to filtering our pictures on snapchat right mm -hmm. we need to start filtering our thoughts through the word of god and say okay I need to see all this going on as an opportunity, as a perspective for God to move. What if God's allowing us to do something different so that he can get great glory? Who knows? But we can, as believers, seek the best in every situation. Because God said he promised in Romans that he will work everything for your good and my good, according to his will. So let's pray for that right now. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for this time together, this fellowship. Um, whether it's through, you know, internet or face-to-face, -face, we know that you are present with us. We know that you have um, called us for such a time as this. You knew that when we would exist in this in this season, in this in this decade, in this time, that we would be going through this pandemic. You knew it, and yet you still allowed us to be born at this time. 
And so, God, we thank you that you have chosen us for such a time as this. And God, I pray for all of those right now that are struggling with depression, anxiety, fear, whatever it may be. We command those strongholds to be broken in Jesus' name. They have no authority. The blood of Jesus covers us, breaks every chain, and sets us into freedom. It catapults us into seasons and and, and, um, and times of refreshing. And so, God, I thank you for your freedom. I thank you for the opportunity that you've, been, you've given us in your word to break every chain, every stronghold, and every attack of the enemy. We do not have to live in bondage. You have already set us free. So, God, I pray that you would align our thoughts with your word so we can think like Christ. God, I pray that you would renew our minds with your word so that we can think like Christ, act like Christ, talk like Christ, and be the love of Jesus on this earth to every single human we come in contact with, whether on social media or in the grocery store. God, we know that you have chosen us. We know that in this time, we can be a light in whatever sphere of influence that we have. God, I pray that you would um, create opportunities for those who are listening to get quiet with you and for Holy Spirit for you to speak gently but convictingly to our hearts. Speak mm -hmm. to us exactly what we need. Provide for each and every one of us the word that we need so that we can be refreshed in our spirits, we can be strengthened in our spirits, so that we can be filled with joy, filled with peace, and be your hands and feet on the earth. We thank you for uh, the privilege of honoring and serving you, God. It's an honor to be a part of your kingdom. And so, God, I pray that you raise us up in this season. If we've set up, sat down or become apathetic or fallen down, God, I pray that you would lift us up. As you said, a righteous man falls seven times but gets back up. So I command the spirit within each of us to step up, to step into our calling, to step into our identity in Christ, and to step into our um, right standing with you and that we would be partners with you at this time. Give us everything we need. You said your word supplies everything we need for life and godliness. So God, I pray your word would go forth right now and be and accomplish everything that it's set forth to do in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm actually at a hotel for those of you who are watching and I'm in the, um, the pool area and it's the family swimming. So I hope it hasn't been too distracting, but I'm about to go on a cruise on the Lake Superior. So um, I've really enjoyed this time so much, and, and I hope that we could do this again. Yeah, we'll, have, uh, we'll definitely have her on uh, for you viewers once again here to see what she's learning, what she, see how she's growing. But until next time, uh, thanks for tuning in.